You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod Thrones, Hoopla, and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your hosts, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Reilly. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome to another episode of The Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Damien. Good day, mate. A good day, Charlie Bell. What's up? What's up? <laughs> and um, we have um, a guest host today for uh, the first time appearing here on The Shiznit. She's been here in the audience before, and... Uh, She's actually in development uh, with her own show uh, currently, so let's give it up for a let's give it up for uh, Sherazar. Right? <laughs> I was waiting for that to happen. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was like, why did I ask her? I should have just. <laughs> I, I need to just give you a name because you were one of those people. How are you gonna have a, a real name? And a, and a nickname that's equally as hard as the real name. Like, what the fuck is that? Hey, blame blame real name on my dad and blame my nickname on my mom. All I, I mean, do is carry it out. Sherazar and Shami. Yes. And uh, like, about, well, that's six in one hand and half a dozen in the other. Yeah. That's like a, be stuck between a brick, uh, I mean, a rock and a hard place. A brick. A brick and a hard place. A rock, a brick. A brick and a, 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 brick concrete, and a, rock. a boulder and a hard place. <laughs> That shit, neither one of them rolls off your tongue. And I'm looking at her name, and I'm seeing, like, okay, she could go by Cher. She could go by Sherry. She could go by Cherry. All of them. I mean, yeah, and they're all easier. And people using them, and I accept them. Because I hate saying it myself. (laughs) No, don't get me wrong. I like my name. I love my name. But I still... I'm still not comfortable with saying it. Right, right, right. So So just think share, like we're all sharing our opinions and bizarre, like bizarre. It looks like what it says, though. I mean, it looks like how it's spelled. Yeah, I realize that, but let me hear you say it. (laughs) Sherazar. No, no, not you. I want to hear Charlie Bell. She's the one with all the instructions. Sherazar. Okay. Well, yeah. Share bizarre. Share bizarre. I'll take that. I, I, I just didn't want to be left out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still maintain that it does not roll off your tongue. <laughs> you just have to give yourself a, a what do you call it a mnemonic device. No. <laughs> what's funny is that some people. What's funny is that some people 
and I find and it and it and it amazes me they choose to call me that as opposed to my nickname, which to me seems easier, Shami. But it, there are some people who choose to call me Cheryl. Shami ain't no picnic either. What Sorry, Shami. <laughs> that's easy. It is easy. It's just I don't know. It's just something about. I guess because it's so unusual or something. I yeah. I don't know. You're just an old fuddy. And it doesn't. When it comes to it, names. There's no connection between that and your real name. Right, like really, right, so. right. It really isn't. And right, so it's like just like my sister. Uh, her name is Charlotte, and her nickname is Nani. <laughs> okay, yeah, y'all, right. y'all doing it like the Mexicans. I'm like, not doing my name, anything. My name Blame is, my mama. My name is Jose, but you can call me Pepe. No, or Chepe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Chepe. I have a coworker. His name is Jose, and his, I refuse to call him that nickname because I don't understand it. But yeah, Pepe is 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 the is the uh, nickname for Jose. That's so, mm-hmm. you know, or like Billy is short for William. So. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one. There's a name. What I think the name is Margo. There's mm-hmm. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Margaret and Maggie. No, but no. There's another. Oh. It's a nickname for mm-hmm. Margo or one of those, and it has nothing to do oh. with that name. Oh, okay. and uh, uh, the short the short form of Damon is Damien. <laughs> what? It's just the alternative. It, Some it, people. It's a, it was, it's a common it was, mistake. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was demon. <laughs> that too. Could it be Satan? <laughs> you get off of my name. Well, we had um, quite the uh, response last week from the show and uh, from our back in the day segment that uh, the Damon picked. That people were really digging the prints. Um. So shout out to the ladies, uh, Lady Rowe, and to uh, Tara Lynn from uh, Digging Discography, who gave us a lot of Twitter love and uh, interaction about about the uh, about the the show and uh, the, and the back in the day segment. <laughs> exactly, yay for Twitter love! There they are. Yeah, the kids appreciate you. <laughs> Trick Daddy, love the kids. <laughs> Wu Tang Letter Kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening to it, and I remember you guys asking whether any like a lot of people are hip hop people who had sampled Prince. Right, mm-hmm. right, uh huh. There are actually. Oh yeah, I meant to look it up. No, I looked. I, I, oh good, yeah, okay. I have it here. There is. Oh cool. Um, you know Jay Z and Beyonce. That if I was your girlfriend. Right, right, right. Um, uh, even DJ Quick, Safe and Sound was mm. was sampled. By a Prince song called "I Want to Be a Lover." Ah, um, I want to be your lover. Yeah, I mean, there's some other people like Nick Minaj, and she sampled something. And I like the samples. <laughs> <laughs> Nicki Minaj. You better have an anaconda. <laughs> Trey hey. Songz pur- sampled "Purple Rain." I didn't know that on your side of the bed. Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah, it's. Uh. it's it, there's a few songs. Okay, cool. Yeah, I thought it was going to be pretty hard to find or mm. get a sample done. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Clear. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, well, yeah. as long as they got money Achieve, to pay for right. it, I'm right. sure it wasn't hard at all. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, Prince just wants to get paid. He don't care all, if he, exactly. Right, I'm guessing, though, like, how much is he charging for a sample? Mm, a grip, I'm he, sure. You yeah. know, he wouldn't even let the time use their name when they went out on their own. Wow. Uh, they they asked if if they could because he owns the time mm-hmm. and uh, he said no he said uh, and I think they I think they uh, uh, settled on the name the original nine or something like that 
But uh, yeah, Prince wouldn't let the time use uh, the name that basically I guess he bought. <laughs> hmm. I wonder so, why he didn't use it about that. I guess. Uh, I guess he. I guess Prince he is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, Just call him like I see him, Riley. <laughs> yeah, right. Would he not get the royalties that he would have gotten gotten if because uh, it was Prince in the time? And if he let them use the name, would he not get royalties anymore from their, you know, songs? Uh, I I don't know. I, I I just know when I when I when I read the article, they said the reason they were going by the name. And when I say original nine, I, I might be wrong on that name, but they used a different name than the time. Hmm. Um, the reason that they uh, weren't using the time is because Prince didn't give him permission. Hmm. And um, you know, when when they came out, he basically basically the, the you know that first time album was uh, Prince, Andre, Simone, and Morris Day, and um, you know then the rest of the guys were brought in to play live. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess he owned it. Hmm. Prince is like the the Godfather. He's like the the mafia Godfather. R and B doesn't say anything. He just shakes his head and nods. Know. You know, you know <laughs> you're making me an offer. I'm refusing. <laughs> I'm like no motherfucker no. in that voice too <laughs> exactly <laughs> but yeah that that was that was a fun segment so um we have a lot to get to and Jump in a here. short day so a lot of people have hard outs that means that they uh, have somewhere to go at a certain time so um which First, being Damon, so you can go ahead and you know when your time comes. Just okay, excuse yourself. And- you, you can't use the time without Prince. <laughs> when your <Yeah>. moment <laughs> can't use the word time. <laughs> so news and noteworthy. The shiznit. So yeah, Charlie Bell, we're going to go ahead and pick up where we left off last time, where we were talking about your articles. Um, and which is we're going to start with the we completed the other article mm-hmm. so we're going to start on the second article mm-hmm. and by the way all you women out there who keep some it's a good thing you got charlie bell it's a good thing you got Tiny bell <laughs> you know what i know that shit why you think she's here <laughs> i mean but come on damn I know, you know, especially when it was uncle, it was three dudes up in here. So right. we needed a, a female to represent. So, but now it's just two guys. And I mean, you know, we're not Neanderthals. I'm not saying that, you know, I'll speak for me. Because <laughs> Damon is, you know, probably a little closer to the. Soft. To, to, to the Neanderthal like? No, no, oh. no, no. I'm the, I'm the, op, the opposite. Oh, okay. I'm, he's saying you know. he's more of the Neanderthal <laughs> than you are. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm really not. I'm just I'm just. Uh, well, anyway, let's well, well, let's let's get to it. Let your opinions speak for themselves. Yeah, we can talk about the evolutionary think, chart later. Yeah, really. Okay, so, so do we want to do like we did last time and read off the myths and then go back and? Sure. Why not? Okay. So. The title of this article is 17 Lies We Need to Stop Teaching Girls About Sex. And um, so I'm just going to read through the lies and then we'll come back to the ones that are the most interesting. So the number one lie is that virginity exists. The answer is actually pretty complicated. Um, 
So, and then second lie is that hymens are a sign of virginity. Everyone doesn't have a hymen. Um, the third is that all women are born with vaginas. Hymen was in my second grade class. I, he, he was also he was also one of the uh, the crime figures in The Godfather. Hyman oh Roth. God. He's yeah. also a great calculus teacher. Hyman Escalante. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> At Garfield. Yeah exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Garfield. He, yeah. yeah he, I can't. Well he was. There. He taught all those Mexican kids. I can't. <laughs> but calculus. He's, but he's not guarding everyone's vagina. So <laughs> let's keep <laughs> keep it moving. The finger man. <laughs> finger man. Get your hands up that girl's vagina. Yeah. I think, I think Hyman Escalante was. Oh, <laughs> Oh, shit. Simon Bato. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Dear Latinos. Hey, they're no. not listening. <laughs> I, I have the demographics right here. 13 minutes. They're, they're not listening. Then you see that why. That are not really Latino. <laughs> okay. Three. The third myth is that all women are born with vaginas. So they're referencing transgender folk right there. Four. The, the fourth myth is that the first time is going to hurt a lot. Five. If someone buys you something, you owe him or her sex. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. How's that working out for you? Give my pussy. <laughs> Hand it over. Six. I bought you a Happy Meal, bitch. It ain't that now it's happy. time to make me happy. It ain't that happy. It ain't that goddamn happy. Too much sex will stretch you out. Number seven, <laughs> women don't think about sex very much. Come on now. That's insane. <laughs> Number eight, <laughs> women don't. Are <laughs> Number eight, women don't like casual sex. Number nine, boys buy the condoms. Ten, <laughs> frigid wives make cheating husbands. Eleven, you have to wax. Twelve. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> Daniel-san. <laughs> Get it, Daniel-san. <laughs> Make sure she wax on and wax off. Wax ass, Danielson. <laughs> Go in cream style, Danielson. What style? Crane, crane style. Oh, you're stupid. Keep your balance, Danielson. Oh see, see why they don't get me much frozen? <laughs> Okay, number 12. Frigid wise, Megan. Number 12. The 12th myth you can't have sex on your period. Number 13, sex is supposed to hurt sometimes. Number 14, once you... You do it right. (laughs) Oh, my God. Daniel-san have barb on penis. (laughs) He like lion. Hammerhead. (laughs) Like a shark. (laughs) He bite by nape of neck. (laughs) This is not going to be taken seriously at all. I know. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I just think... (laughs) The scary part is that he actually has a daughter. <laughs> okay, number 14. Once you start having sex, you're not allowed to stop. Oh, well, allowed to say stop. I'm sorry. Number 15. Don't right? stop. Get it. Get it. <laughs> Don't stop till you get enough. <laughs> okay, number 15. Women don't watch porn. Number 16. Sexual harassment is normal. Number 17, everybody's doing it. All right, so those are the... Well, I know that last one is true. <laughs> I mean, that last one is false. <laughs> You're like, if I'm part of everybody, I know everyone's... <laughs> Define everybody. Right. Right. Does that include me? Because if so... <laughs> I'm not everyday people. <laughs> okay, so which ones of those do you think are the most... Which one do you want to go to, Dino? You're our captain. I say let's start at the beginning. Okay. 
So the myth that oh, virginity, number one. the myth of virginity exists. Now, what, what does that mean? The myth of virginity? There's no such thing as virginity. Is that what they're saying? So it's the fact that the okay. So this is what it says: the common idea of virginity is focused on a heteronormative male-centric definition of intercourse, that is, penis and vagina in penetration. But this ignores LGBT couples, oral and anal sex, and instances where it didn't go all the way in, plus rape and emotional intimacy. So, for example, if you're raped, does that mean you're not a virgin? Or if if you're a lesbian who never has an actual penis inside of you, but you're having sex every day... Does that legit to call you a virgin? It's like I think the idea is that virginity, as we define it, is a little more fluid. I think it has. I think it should be uh, virginity as you define it. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like especially when it comes to the right part. Right. Um, It's you didn't experience it as someone would, as if they were losing their virginity, choosing to have. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, and then when it comes to the LGBTQ thing. Their version of sex, depending on how they do it mm-hmm. or who they're doing it with, their version of losing their virginity is going to be way different from anybody else's as well. Right. Okay, so what would be a better definition of virginity then? I would say uh, engaging in sexual activity. Well, um, oh, you know, uh, you know the the de- the definition that that uh, uh the penis entering the the, the vagina I, I think that's I, that's still a plausible definition but i think uh, it should be expanded <laughs> so to speak yes. <laughs> uh, sorry <laughs> he said expanded uh, which brings uh, us to um, um, <laughs> number six, six. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean I, I think the idea is that we put too much emphasis on the concept of virginity and purity for girls and they get uptight about you know that moment and we we put so much emphasis on that first time you have sex and then if it's not right and then if if you do it and you regret it then you're not pure and you know it's just not a good way for us to teach girls about sex period and about themselves i i I think uh i think as far as females go um you know the uh especially lesbians you know the, the 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 term vaginal virgin uh is I think uh, a fair term, mm-hmm. or and and you know boys boys are. I remember when I was a kid, I didn't know boys could be virgins, uh, <laughs> uh, but the, the the reality is, you know, it, uh, a a boy is a virgin until he penetrates, and it has you know it's you know I mean as as as, as you know as as I understood it, uh, but there was no evidence or anything that he was or was not a, mm-hmm. a, a virgin, right. but I, but I think uh, uh, you know. When um, I think the <clears throat> when um, President Clinton and uh, uh, Monica Lewinsky, I think a lot of things came up about uh, you know him saying I did not have sex with that woman mm-hmm. while he was getting blowjobs, mm-hmm. and everybody knows a blowjob is sex. Uh, well, I mean, it, I mean, it is. I mean, it's it's a sex it's sexual activity. I agree not traditionally. it is. I agree it is. But I think that 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 kind of exactly. I think that kind of marked a moment when we realized that the definition of sex was expanding because mm-hmm. back in the day, sex was penis and vagina and that was right. it, you right. know? So. But, I, but I think, I think that was understood. I well, mean, if you, it is called oral sex. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not really called a blowjob. Well, it, he knew that really he was called... going to be able to get 
out of that by saying, you know, well, you didn't say that because the definition of sex is, right. you know, intercourse. Right. right. I exactly. think that, um, in my opinion, it should just be the tra- traditional term, a definition of mm-hmm. what, it should, what it is. Like it says, penis and vagina penetration. And then, um, you know, once you give, when you're talking to a child or a girl about it, give that definition. Mm-hmm. And then go into all the other subgenres or whatever, you know what I mean, about of what, what it could, it couldn't be or whatever. Right. But just know that if this were to happen, and in my opinion, whether it was consensual or not. Yeah, you know what? I'm not a big fan of that. A <clears throat> fan of what? <laughs> Calm down. No, I was, I'm just asking you. <laughs> sounded like you like it. Sounded like it should have been like a motherfucker at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I didn't know what you were referring to. No, what fan I, of what you're referring to. What I'm referring to is all of the um, giving a child all of the alternate definitions of of things and ways things can be or whatever, unless it's necessary. Like mm-hmm. for example, I don't think I need to. When the first time I'm talking, or my wife is talking to my daughter, or we're talking to my daughter about sex, I don't think hermaphrodites need to be brought into the equation. No, you know what I'm saying. I just, I, I, I don't. Well, no, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. I need to just like let her know. You know. Well, you know, some people are born a man and. On the outside, but on the inside, they're women, and they don't really have a vagina on the outside. I mean, I don't really think I need well, to. <laughs> let's stipu- let's stipulate for the record, so we don't have to, you know. I'm have just saying. To, no, because, no, I agree. I'm because, just saying. Let's, I mean, let's stipulate for the record that we all believe that sex education um, or sexual information should be age appropriate to the child and to the situation. I don't think everyone's saying right. tell your kid everything all the time, every single time sex comes up. Well, they, but the I name think, of the article is. What lies we need to stop telling uh, girls, and one of them is that all women have a vagina. Well, some of these myths. Are okay, so, so okay, <laughs> so but that is I'm okay. I mean, do we want to skip to that one, or do we want to do two? No, I'm just we're still on. You know, I want to I want to do two. I'm okay. just saying that I don't agree with that. I don't agree with you know that that needs to be brought up unless it's. A need for it to be brought up. Well, it is going to come up in a child's life, probably not when she's five, but at some point it's going to come up that she's going to be exposed to a transgender person, especially the fact that it's so prevalent in pop culture now. She's going to see it on TV, if not in person. And the educational part of it, too, just or the informational part of it. You know what I mean? But I don't. You never know. I don't know. I feel like the more information, like I would give my son. Mm hmm the less ignorant he'll be around exactly. other people in conversation. Exactly. You know, right, and I want him to be able to if you, if you, speak if you, on if you, things if, if he you, needs to. If you take this, this are number six for what it says, then that means when you're, when you, te- when your your daughter's little girl and you washing her up and you telling her name, this is your, this is your vagina this is your arm, this is your leg, you know, little girls have a, then you need to say, well, not all little girls have a vagina. Some little girl, you know, I mean, it. That's what that means. I don't think that's what it means. That's, it, well, then I, what does it mean? I then? think when it's necessary, like you said, <laughs> I think when it's when necessary, you're giving information. So, like for example, I'll I'll give you a, a, a different. So, yes, you want to teach your child the right anatomical language for their body. That's a given. Okay. But well, since, I think, since since you guys agree that it doesn't mean that, even though I believe it does mean that, we'll we'll move on from that because I don't want to spend time on on. Our interpretation of what it's saying. So, okay. okay. We'll, we'll, we'll agree to move on from that. Okay. 
So hymens are a sign of virginity. I mean, that's... I just think that... Um, I mean, do we need to talk about that? There's no medical nah. way to tell if someone's a virgin or not. I, don't, I, I think that's pretty old. Because even when I was in school, I learned right. that, you know, playing sports and stuff, it would right. break. And I mean, I Or some that's... people just don't have one. Okay. Or some, some people, people have, have one. one that can be penetrated and go back. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that, too. So, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's pretty old, pretty, okay. pretty super, super old school. Yeah. Okay. So, number three, all women are born with vaginas. Okay, it was number three is the one I was referring to. Okay. So, do we want to talk about this for a second? I guess we already we already agreed that... Right. Well, that, I guess the one example I would say, because it's a real-life example, is, like, especially, you know, in a city. We live in Los Angeles. This is a big city. And so, um, I've had young kids see somebody who is transgendered and be like, Mommy, why is he dressed like a man or like a woman or whatever? And, I mean, you have to be able to say... Um, Teach your child to be respectful to that person. If that person pr- wants to be referred, you know, is is a woman and and is presenting as a woman, then you know we have to teach kids like, okay, that's well. There's a there's but a it's very complicated though because maybe maybe he's n- or she is not a transgender person. Maybe that person is just a a, a man who likes to wear women's clothes because they have those. Right, that's true. But I think I think the point is we have to if you're interacting with that person and they make it clear that they want to be referred whatever the pronoun is that they prefer, you have to use it. I I, I just I I can't can't disagree with that more. I mean, I, I well as far as that, uh, I mean, um, you know, if you have uh, two X chromosomes or an X and a Y chromosome, uh, biologically, physically. You, uh, if you're, you have, if you have an X and a Y chromosome, physically, <clears throat> uh, physiologically, you are male. You may not feel that way uh, uh, mentally. Uh, you may believe yourself to be something else, but uh, you know you're gonna secrete testosterone. You're going to, uh, you're, you're going to have testes in a, in a, in a, uh, in a penis. Testes are gonna drop. Uh, you can impregnate a female. Uh, I mean, those. I mean, those are all biological definitions, right? Of, but of a I man. think the point that is that at some point we have to talk to our kids. Not again. Not when they're five and six, and you know, at some point in their li- in the course of their lives, you have to introduce the concept that sex and gen- what you're talking about is biological sex, and the- sex and gender are two different things. Sex is you know your your what you the stuff you're talking about your biological your physiological makeup. Sex is the fun part. <laughs> Gender is, you know, how you're, you're. I am talking about gender. No, you're talking about sex. No, I'm talking about gender. Sex I'm and gender are two different act. things. No, there's no gender. You two can't X chromosomes. Right. Two X chromosomes are, are makes makes a person a female. An X and Y chromosome biologically. Yes, that's that's well, that's gen, that's gender. No, that's that's their sex. That, that's saying, <coughs> okay. Well then, let's move on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan of number three at all. Like it, it just goes it's way deeper than just saying oh all women are you know what I mean are not born with vaginas. To me, it just it's way deeper than that. It's all another. I'm just not a fan of it. Yeah, I'm just I'm <laughs> just not a fan of of introducing things. You know, yes, all these are 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 possibilities and realities and whatever you want to call them. Um, but they're not what's typical, you know, and I don't feel like I need to talk to my daughter with an asterisk, you know, every time I'm teaching her about something that involves, you know, um, 
you know, there's there's some variation on it or whatever. Well, no, not every time. Again, right. I mean, let's let's be well, realistic. Well, he's talking about, about realistic when he's talking when he's like when she's thirteen when he when he would have that discussion with her. Um, I mean, that's that's what you're talking about, right? Like when she, yeah, not when thirteen. That's too late. Well, well, <laughs> well when she's when she's at uh, right. near, near or at puberty. Right. That's well, what, yeah. I just yeah. I just I just mean what it just it feels like to me. They're they're saying stop. You know, stop telling that to little girls. And but I'm like, well, I, I mean, maybe obviously this this article isn't comprehensively telling you exactly how to you know implement this parenting advice. I think the real um, gist of the article is that we do a lot of damage to girls by kind of like just replicating old school gender patriarchal ideas and not like letting you know girls kind of develop their their sexuality as an individual and so to me that's the gist of it i don't agree with every single you know detail and it doesn't give you you're right it does not give you guidance on how you would actually implement this information but i mean the the reality that at some point you're going to have a conversation with your kid about transgender people i think it's going to happen especially in this day and age um so okay let's move on to number four the first time you have sex is going to hurt a lot Lies. That's um. That's that. Those, <laughs> lies those are and damn yeah, lies. Those are lies that come from mama and and, right. and homegirl and and prevention. auntie and all them. That's that sex prevention just, conversation. That's, that's the scared straight. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just want you to know it hurt me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Which part was the most painful? <laughs> uh, well, 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 my my behind of course. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> Yeah, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> wrong for a straight guy. Oh, now you tell me. I thought you were going to say the part where she said, get off of me. That's another <laughs> conversation there, Barna. So, no, I enjoyed my first time. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess like, yeah, no. What about you? You didn't? No, it was, it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't fireworks and bells and whistles and all of that. It was like. There has to be something. They're talking about something else, apparently. <laughs> no, well, I mean, was it I wasn't... any kind of noisemaker? <laughs> it was. Um, it was more like. Um, I don't know. Like. Thank God, I never was with anybody. It was like a roller coaster time. ride that was like. Oh. That was fast. It was like that. <laughs> yeah, it was like, that's it. That's it. Is that, is like, that what it, all no, the fuss was about? No, no. It was like this can't be what all the fuss is about. Okay. Aww. Yeah, and and I wasn't I wasn't I was more or less uh, ready to go find out what the fuss was. About. <laughs> right, 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 right. Good for you. Yeah. Now, so. now was uh, was it due to his lack of knowledge, or was it like he just didn't do it for you, and you you were just trying to I get think it over I, with? I think I was so maybe pumped up about right. what it was going to be. It didn't right. match your expectations. It did not. Exactly. I think that's a lot of what this is saying is that we put false expectations into people, kids' mm-hmm. minds about what sex is going to be. Now, you, you said yours was, you said you enjoyed your first time. I did, uh, but I mean, I was, it was a very unusual circumstance, mm-hmm. but it's funny, it was the opposite, because I was very like, what do you call it? Um, yeah, I just wanted to get it over with. I was very, <laughs> reser- I was very reserved and mm-hmm. scared, and I had never mm-hmm. like, had dated or had boyfriends or anything mm-hmm. in high school so then when i was in college and i finally did it i was like okay now i get what well, everyone like i i was the opposite i was like okay now i see why everyone's all hyped up right but before i was so scared like i couldn't 
I thought I was never going to have sex. Like, thing, literally. Another thing I'm curious about now, do you know of anyone who, uh, who had a painful first-time sexual experience? Is that, is that, is that myth... Uh, is that myth uh, based completely in in uh, in bullshit, or are there people who, uh, or are there women who mm-hmm. do on, on, uh, when they're when they're penetrated for the first time yeah. have a have a hard time, with, I, I mean, difficult time with it? I, I'm sure there are. I can't think of any of my friends or whatever who said that off the top of my head. But I'll say a couple things. One is that um, you definitely need lubrication, and sometimes mm-hmm. young boys don't understand right. they need to get the coochie wet before they try to you know penetrate and then another thing They're trying to get it before you say stop <laughs> well, trying to change your mind that don't make it okay <laughs> and you're more likely to say stop if you're trying to stick it in dry but that's another story <laughs> right. but you're more likely to for it to stop before you want it to if you get too excited so i need you to calm down right <laughs> exactly and then also um but i do know a number of girls whose first time was rape Mm-hmm. So that, of course, is a whole yeah, that's different. That's traumatic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, ex- uh, forgetting about the the, the traumatic uh, type, but just uh, a normal, uh, you'd say probably the roots of that uh, old wives' tale is is uh, probably just boys or young, inexperienced young men who don't uh, uh, wait for their women to uh, achieve a, a certain amount of of, uh, uh, of excitement. Excitement. I think that's part. What do you? I think it was more provincial, mm-hmm. scaring them into waiting and not doing it at all, mm-hmm. saying this, "Don't do it. It's going to be painful." Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I mean? Like, do so you think it was never true? Oh, I, I'd say root, rooted in rooted in a, in a truth. It probably yeah, like you know back. Probably you know, some there's so many mm-hmm. people being forced upon and being raped, and mm-hmm. if we're talking about you know uh, people of color. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. being being you know slaves being raped and all of this course. stuff and all the traumatics out of that. Mm-hmm. But I think um, later on it came. I think it became a, a provincial thing. Mm-hmm. I think also maybe I don't know if this is. I'm just speculating. Um, like back in the day, like I know with my grandmother and them, they just all wore pads. But now I think using tampons is more common before mm-hmm. you have sex mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know. Maybe that's that changes things, it. That's made things easier. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Hence the hymen not being there anymore, right? Potentially. Okay, so it's number. More, <laughs> more, it's more of a bymen. But I'm pumped. We need it. We really do need to get a, <laughs> yeah. a drum, uh, no. a rim shot mm-hmm. no. to just to mark his corny. Mm. <laughs> That's encouragement. <laughs> we don't need any of that. <laughs> well, maybe if we add an electrical shock to it, it'll, <laughs> it'll discourage some it. negative reinforcement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so myth number five is if someone buys myth you number some- five, people in the shiznit love me. <laughs> <laughs> myth number five. We don't teach our kids that. <laughs> I was teaching my kids that. <laughs> if someone buys you something, you owe him or her sex. It's just ridiculous. I yeah, I don't. I mean, do girl? Well, it is ridiculous, but that also is uh, more uh, goes more to my point of how everyone should pay for themselves. Mm-hmm. But you know there are a lot of women mothers who teach their girls that and don't really know that they're teaching them that. They mm-hmm. watch them. Mm, that's true. They, Not- you know they watch their mothers, right? And how they interact with guys, right? Especially if they're single moms or even if they're married, depending right. on the guy that they're dealing with or something, right? That uh, 
uh, he thinks he's going to get something tonight. He better buy me dinner or he better do this. Right. I'm holding out. He's not getting none. Right. I guess I'll give him some because right. he get this or whatever. Right, right, right. That right there. That's true. Can automatically teach a girl to do the same thing. That's you know, true. You not know? only that, it, it, uh, those actions also reinforce that attitude in, in, in males. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. right, right. Because I can't think of a time when, well, I can't think of too many times, put it mm-hmm. like that. It hasn't been too many times where I, including wives, mm-hmm. when I've like, you know, came out the pocket and hooked up the whole night or whatever, where, you know, hey, it, it was, was on at the, you know, but if yeah. it was just some <laughs> random Wednesday. <laughs> nigga, you better go somewhere. <laughs> this is just some random Wednesday. I know. You know? Exactly. <laughs> what have Monday you done for me lately? Exactly. <laughs> random Wednesday. So, <laughs> I ain't been wined or dined. <laughs> I, I will say that that like even though I know like in my mind it's not true, but I definitely have felt pressure to give give it up with if a guy you know did something extra extra nice for me and you know. I have. I. I think yeah, I've a, maybe a sense of obligation. You know, yeah. I. No. I think I've given in before, and I, I, and you know it's not right when you're yeah. doing it, but right. you know. I, I, well, there's also, uh, I believe, um, um, kind of a um, if if a guy pampers a woman or makes her feel special, and sometimes that includes paying for things, doing something. You know, it, it's like they want to. I mean, there's there's a there's a, a desire there. Uh, not necessarily based on him paying, but based on him doing a lot of nice things. Well, I, sure. I think that's I think that's a little different. I mean, you can you can spend money. It's just that the obligation right. to do something uh, because somebody was nice to you. Right. Uh, I, I think that's I think that's what we're talking. Right. About, we're right? talking about commodifying pussy. Is what we're talking <laughs> about. I'm nice every night. I don't get laid every night. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I have no problem with not feeling bad about you know because in my opinion I have a choice you have a choice right. this is what you wanted to do right you know what I mean if nobody said that okay if you do this this and that then right. this may potentially happen right you know so I've never felt obligated obligated because somebody has done something I've of maybe course. felt obligated obligated because um, not obligated more of a uh, um, courtesy <laughs> Courtesy pussy? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. What is that? I don't don't know, but I'd like to find out. (laughs) That's when... Where where do you pick that up at the... Which airport terminal do you pick up courtesy pussy? You've been, you've been, you've been such, you've been so nice. I'm just gonna go ahead. I don't mind giving it because I'm getting pleasure too. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind not having it. Right. So I, it's just, well, that's what I mean. This is a courtesy. Yeah. So it's not really obligation. It's because I don't mind. All right. Yeah. I, mm. <laughs> I definitely would have preferred if. Yeah. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> so that, that's that's all part of the whole give and take about negotiation. And yeah. Well, that's why everyone should pay for themselves. Yeah, I'm go. always prepared. Always, no yeah. matter what. I don't care no. whose idea it was. I'm always prepared to pay for myself. Yeah, it, that's just the way it should be. It should mm-hmm. be. And then, t- and once you become a couple, if you become a couple, then that's when you can, you know, one person can pay for the other or mm-hmm. whatever. Or, you know, d- depending upon the situation and who makes more and who or who has more 
disposable income can treat a little more often or a little more frequently, you know, based upon these different variables once you become a couple. But from the outset, I think everybody should always, whatever you eat and drink, plan on paying for whatever you eat and drink, male, female, everybody. It's just know, that simple. Okay, I know you say you believe that, but is that really how you courted when you were dating? I don't, I don't think, I feel like you I used to I take ladies out. I did. I did. That's why he believes what he exactly. believes today. Exactly. Exactly. And that shit was fucking expensive. So this is hindsight. <laughs> no, this was like, well, towards, I mean, towards the end, towards the, towards the end, whatever. But I mean, you know, I admit I, I did it because if you, that's the way the game is played. And I, we talked about this in, a, in another show. It's like, you want to go out, you want a second date. Well, if you don't, then 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 don't pay then you won't get a second date <laughs> now this comment might mess up you know i don't know some women might be mad about it but a woman knows that she's gonna give it up in the beginning before anything is paid for already anyway that's true but she knows that she's gonna he's, she's already put in her head yeah it's gonna happen right regardless of what's being paid for what it was bought what's done or whatever and you, you know? cannot sit there and tell me that most of the women that you know that even if they had decided that they were going to give it up, that if the check came and he asked her for her half, that all of a sudden she, that there wouldn't be a reversal of that. I said it depends on the decision. Is that what? Yeah, if it depends. Right. That's a decision. And the decision was then changed once she found out that she's required to pay for her half of the meal. It depends on how it's done. It could. Yes. A man can do it in such a distasteful way that it will turn you off. But okay, I'll give you an example of a tasteful way. So there was a guy um, who we we met or whatever and he was very attractive but he was upfront that he was you know going through some financial struggles and so he was like you know i want to take you out but you know we we need to go you know he basically was upfront like this is what it is and so i knew that if if and when we went out i was either going to split it with him or we were going to do something you know budget friendly mm-hmm. you know that was a classy way to handle it well yeah and i mean i've also you- been in a situation where a guy took me to a fancy restaurant Ordered 50 different on, um, appetizers, bottle of wine, and then at the end was like, oh, you're half. Like, what? That's not. Well, yeah, you, you shouldn't, because of the way things are and have been or whatever, you shouldn't spring it on somebody at the, la- at, at the dinner. It should be brought up before, which, again, goes to my point that I believe. And, and you guys, I, I, don't, I think you would be lying if you, said to, if you said to me that you don't think most women would not go out with them then. Wait, say that again. If he, if if a guy up front was like, you know, we, let's go out Dutch. Most of the women you know, you think they would still go out with that dude? I can't. I, I can't speak on the most of the women I know. Yeah, of course I you can, can't. No, I can't. No, <laughs> seriously, I can't because it, you know there's some. Well, like I said, I think for the most part you're right, Dino. And but I'm going to tell you. Thank you for that. And I knew it anyway. But thank you for acknowledging but I, that. I think you're right, but for a couple reasons. One, I think that. Um, even for the women who, who mostly you're right about, I think even them, there's a way that you can do it. Like the guy that I just talked about. Okay. That aside, I think the reason that it is is not about money. It's about the fact that we are taught that if a man 
wants you, is attracted to you, values you, he will spend money on you. That's what we're taught, right? So I know that if a guy, and this has pretty much borne itself out, when guys are willing to spend money on you, it's because they're pursuing you. They're into you. And men like the thrill of the chase. Like that's a, that, I mean, look, I'm a feminist and I don't, I'm not saying it's right, but I think that's the reality of gender relationships is that men want to chase and that you know if a guy isn't chasing you, he's not really that into you. And so to me, that's why a woman wants to know upfront that you're interested in her before she invests her time and he asked you out therefore he's interested yeah but it's there's yeah but unless you spend a hundred dollars or or how much you no, spend i didn't put a dollar how much it. you're interested that's, no, no, no 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 that's basically what you're saying. No, it's about no. effort it's not just about dollar amount <laughs> it's about effort yeah it's more to me in my opinion it's more for me it's more of effort you don't have to spend any money right you can be as creative as shit right and you know and we can go to the dollar menu, but we can have a good time while we're out. Right. And as long as I see that you're putting up that effort and right. you're treating me a certain way right. and I'm feeling like this with me is where you want to be, then right. that's that's a whole different thing. Exactly. It doesn't have to be a dollar amount. Right. Whatever you're spending on me either is more than what I wanted or I can get it myself. Okay, well then, therefore, it's not necessary for him to spend on you in order for you to feel that way. Since exactly. there's no dollar amount. Exactly. That's so then I'm everyone saying. can pay for themselves. I, well, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with we, you. I'm saying, I'm saying that eventually, maybe that would be, yeah, maybe that's the ideal of where we should go. But I'm saying realistically today, that's not where we are because women are taught that if a man is interested. Well, since when, since when have we addressed any issues about where we are today realistically? I, I thought it was all about what's fair and what's where, where it should be. We're really I mean, we're talking about what's we're, we're never talking about. So I, can stop. I think I think it's both. I think it's, I think we're talking about what we say now so that we can move towards a better world. Okay, so let's be. So one of the things we say that we need to quit talking about is your pussy's going to get stretched out if you have too much sex. Okay. <laughs> so let's just. I mean, do we even really need to entertain that? Like, no, because there's children that are born involved in. Right. It goes back and after that, so come in. Let me. I think if you have a certain amount of kids, though, I think that can. But uh, that's not sex. That's I kids. Know, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. I think that that will straight. That's all I'm saying. Well, of course, Jeez. but that's but babies <laughs> and dick are two different. My grandma. Yes, they are. Yes, it was tangentially related. I'm sorry. My grandma had Let's ten move kids. On. And she <laughs> hold on. My grandma had ten kids. Okay. And she was deaf. And I'm only saying this because it was funny when she had this conversation because mm-hmm. she would drink mm-hmm. and, it, and she would always talk, talk about how tired her pussy was, how she would always talk about <laughs> how her husband, my grandpa, would still talk about how tight she was even after 10 kids. Well, good for and her. she Yeah. And she was always telling my mom and my, my, my aunts how they could never be like her. And she had 10 kids. Damn. So, My grandmother would talk like that when she got drunk, too. It was yeah. real uncomfortable. Right. It was. And I had to walk away. But I remember. It was know. really uncomfortable when she tried to show you. Ooh, oh, wow. Really, yeah. yeah, well, she wanted me. <laughs> that she, not, she, right. she, <laughs> Well, in fairness to her, she wanted me to become a gynecologist. So, uh, oh, oh, that's even worse. She was trying to show you the right way. <laughs> Come on in and get some practice in here, Damien. <laughs> it would you piss know me what? off. Uh, that's disrespectful. <laughs> that is disturbing. <laughs> I'm hurt. I'm hurt right now. Playing a game of yes and. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to number seven. These pictures are hilarious. Okay. Number seven. Women don't think about sex very much. Okay. Who, who, does anyone really think that? That women don't think about sex? Well, I don't, I don't think they necessarily think 
that w- women don't think about sex that much. Mm-hmm. But what I think is they bought into that stupid ass myth that men think about it every three seconds. Mm-hmm. So I think comparatively speaking, mm-hmm. they th- it's not that much compared to every three seconds. Mm-hmm. However, even if you think about it 30 times a day compared to three seconds, every three seconds, that's not that much. Well, so I think that's what's going on. But both myths are equally ridiculous. Right, exactly. So one No, no, no. no, Actually, every three seconds is more ridiculous. (laughs) It's more. That's just... That shit is just... that. Well, this says every seven seconds, but still... Okay, every seven seconds. Still ridiculous. Oh, wow. Still ridiculous. Still super ridiculous. (laughs) It is. When I was 13, it wasn't that ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) It was walking sex. Get thee behind me. One, two, three, six. One, two, three, six. One, two, three, six. One, two, three, six. It was like it was like a, a, a compass. That's <laughs> funny. Leading me around, <laughs> pointing to the north. That's how I learned my directions. <laughs> like three wise men <laughs> trying to point you north, north to freedom. <laughs> trying to go north to freedom land. I hear this. There's freedom up yonder. We're gonna find that underground choo choo train. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm looking for that underground railroad. Right. But, no, but I think you made a good point is that a lot of the myths about women are in relationship to myths about men. Mm-hmm. So that we both both genders are um suffering. Whoa. Sorry about Damn. that. <laughs> Our ears are sorry about okay, that. Number eight. Okay, that's a lot of pain. <laughs> number eight. Women don't like casual sex. Okay, that's obviously a myth because yeah. if they didn't, who would all these men be having casual <laughs> sex with? <laughs> like, like, duh. But I do think we, we've talked about this before. Like, women are very much more under pressure not to have casual sex, or if we do, to not talk about it. You know, so. Yeah, and I think it has a lot to do with um, if only going by what they're saying because to me it's just crazy. But if it's saying that women don't like casual sex, maybe they're having casual sex because they feel like it's going to lead them to the relationship that they want with mm-hmm. that person, mm-hmm. and then it ends up not being that person, mm-hmm. and it ends up being then there's a next person, and then there's a next person, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So I don't, maybe that's where they're getting that from mm-hmm. that that women are. Uh, I see what you're saying. Are that they're trying to they're trying to turn casual sex into a relationship, so, right? But it's really still it's not gonna casual work. sex. <laughs> since, since I'm already saying a bunch of stuff that's unpopular, no, no <laughs> need to uh, break that trend. And I'm go ahead and say this: that uh, I think a lot of the opinions that we have about women. Okay, let me speak as a man. I think a lot of the opinions that we have about women, as opposed far- to you, were going to speak as a woman. No, I was speaking as I was first. I was speaking as society in general. Mm-hmm. Now I'm I'm speaking for like the male population. Mm-hmm. I think we get a lot of that stuff based on the way that you come at us about certain things. Mm-hmm. Like it's like your own because a lot of times women come at guys. Uh, I think very very judgmentally towards sex and very very. You know, and I think, um, well, <clears throat> is that impression? Yeah. So if you're if you're so on me about about sex or whatever, then obviously you don't think about it that much or whatever, because I'm such a perv, I'm such a deviant or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm such a horn dog or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. then you must not want it that much, mm-hmm. you know, or 
whatever or oh you such a you know you such a dog you just you just so indiscriminate you have yeah. casual sex well therefore women must not want casual sex because they always talking about men who have casual sex therefore women don't do it right well you know um if because i know some of, of my di- opinions were formed that way that's right. more of a to me as far as women some women most women <laughs> 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 sometimes break women, those eggs. sometimes <laughs> women just they they bug me. <laughs> so it's more to me. I think it could be a, a defense, a defensive tactic. Mm-hmm. That that's the right word. Mm-hmm. Um, since you know, there's that double standard. Exactly. If we were to talk about how much sex we had, how many people, and casual mm-hmm. sex, this and that, like men did, mm-hmm. we would be considered hoes. Mm-hmm. So since we can't do that. And don't we can't be considered hoes, or they can't be considered hoes. They put that stigma on you guys because mm-hmm. it's basically the same thing. But you guys talk about it, and it's like, okay, yeah, he's getting it all the time. We talk about it. You oh, know what though? A that's, a, that's actually another myth too. Guys, guys don't, with the exception of maybe like locker rooms and 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 let's not talk, you know in your adolescence. And ninety nine percent of that is lies. You know, most of that stuff that's going on when when we're like teenagers, mm-hmm. people lying about it, talking about it, and saying stuff that they heard their their big brothers who was lying <laughs> and repeating mm-hmm. their lies, right. pretty much. Um, but yeah, it's it's not only do we not talk about sex that much, the way in which we talk about sex is way different than the way you guys talk about sex. For example, um, you <laughs> we guys, both, we both tilted our heads. You guys are way more. <laughs> detailed uh-huh. you know um like i was shocked at some of the stuff i heard not this wife but my mm-hmm. former, my ex-wife mm-hmm. saying to her sister or mm-hmm. whatever about us and was like whoa what mm-hmm. you talk different? i'm like not about you guys they don't talk about they don't talk about wives they don't talk about serious girlfriends you know so you have got they they may they may give a little more detail about a jump off a jump off you know or one night stand or whatever they may give a little bit more detail than normal but normally there's not a lot of detail it's like did you hit it yeah that's mm-hmm. pretty much it i'd like to hit it. and there's more talking about wanting to be with somebody or whatever than the actual it's our our sex talk is really more about wanting a particular woman or some women or trying to get them and all about that and going about it that way more than actually talking about sex itself. We don't really talk about sex. Yeah, we, we really we, don't. When we do, it's in broad strokes. Broad strokes. Right. No well, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> no, the pun was intended. Depends on the dude you're talking about. <laughs> talking about trying to stroke abroad. <laughs> no, but I mean, obviously you're right. I mean, like. Women internalize sexism. You know these sexist ideas. It's not like they just get to men. Women internalize no, these sexist ideas too. I was just saying, while well, since we were you know? dispelling myths and yeah. whatnot, and I heard mm-hmm. it mentioned about you know guys can talk about sex, whatever. Yeah. But that that is a big myth that well, we really don't talk about sex that much. Well, no, I agree. But we even, really don't. Even to the extent that guys don't talk about it. Like I know that I've gone out with certain guys who were players, and you know the, what their track record is or whatever. Even they don't have to talk about it. You know when a dude has had a lot of partners. You know. And you so, do how? Well, different ways. I mean, one context clues you can tell they're talking about this story, that story, and you're counting up, you know, or whatever. Or people you know, people in common, or you keep running every time you go out, you run into somebody. I mean, there's different ways you know if your dude's a player. I mean, if he's good looking, if he, you know, whatever. See, that's what I'm saying. How come he can't be considered a hoe? Because if we were talking, if if guys were talking about women, if we were talking about women, you say you know she's a hoe or not, right? 
So that's the whole thing. Exactly. I'm saying. Like the reason the 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 women are more forgiving for men who are uh, experienced in. I'm saying men. this the whole it's society the 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 but, but, the but, title. Yeah, but what what I'm saying is like. Uh, a man doesn't, you know, doesn't want to settle down with somebody who's been passed around from friend to friend. And so it's a big, I think it's a bigger deal to men what the the sexual experience of their, of their uh, significant others than it is with uh, than women. Right. That's because it's sexist because there's a double standard of well, judging well, women for having sex, even though we like it and just as much as you guys do. Well, I was answering the question of why men aren't. Why men considered aren't called, considered hoes, or uh, and plus, you know, w- women won't pay for sex. I have a question <laughs> for you guys. Right. I w- <laughs> exactly. I have a question for the guys. While we're talking about myths and men, mm-hmm. um, if a guy says that he does not care about how many partners you've had, and this conversation just comes up for whatever reason, is that a lie? Well, it's hard to speak for most men, but. I would say there's a good chance that it could be. I mean, it it, it may not be. Is it just their way to see? I, or do, or do, are they, like, just really genuinely interested in knowing and I, with no judgment? I don't really no. know why. Why would you ask that question why if you didn't care? If a man didn't care, he wouldn't. If a man did not care, he would not ask. I think right. that's And just, even if he does care, he just he still should not ask. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Because he doesn't, he doesn't believe he's going to get the truth people. anyway. Right. I'll come and across he won't get guys the truth. he shouldn't get the that truth. asked that question and it's my, dumb and I'm like why is it even necessary it's stupid like why would you ask oh, I just want to know I just want to know da, da, da. and I'm like it sounds like a whole bunch of judgment is coming after exactly. that and I'm like no 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 so I want to know coming from you know and I think the guys who like, I think you're right I think I think you're right like the guys who genuinely don't care they're not going to ask you like my ex you know he knew that whatever we we both used to date okay we both had you know we whatever we weren't we weren't wallflowers okay and he knew that and it you know was fine and i knew the same thing about him and neither one of us ever got into like details about the number because it didn't matter because we were in love you know but whatever okay number nine boys buy the condoms Mm, i mean i don't even whatever i mean yeah you can buy a condom but i guess but i do Okay, I'll say, to me, this isn't a myth. To me, this goes back to effort. Like, if, if a guy comes over or whatever, whatever, we're, we're to the point where we're going to have sex, and he doesn't have condoms, he's not prepared, I'm thinking... You weren't really trying to come have some. Right. I'm thinking, I don't really respect your lack of preparation. <laughs> <laughs> That's another way of looking at it. You know? Yeah, that does seem pretty kind of irresponsible. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. at the but same again, time, I feel like if he didn't have it, he didn't want it. But then again, if right. he had them... Then I don't know. Well, I don't know. By the time you're about to fuck, you usually know you're about to fuck. So you expect him to be prepared, I think. I don't know. This is making a lot of assumptions. Like, we never know. You know. We don't know. If it was up to us, we'd be fucking on every night, all the time. So we really don't know. (laughs) Like, I'm married and I don't know. So I don't know where you got that shit from. You don't. I, I don't mean, know. you don't know for sure, but you. you have, I mean, if, if <laughs> but the if last he has three them, dates that you went on, but if you have, if he had them, mm-hmm. like he had the little three pack mm-hmm. that looks like he got it from the gas station on the way to your house, mm-hmm. and you just happen to have them, mm-hmm. 
would you automatically would you assume would you wouldn't think that oh he just assumed he was gonna get signed would you you no. wouldn't go on that assumption either no i would think yeah because i think some guys might be worried that she you know would, might, yeah. would trip that you know take that route exactly unless she's in high school no i would be like good he's prepared he's a grown man yeah well some a lot of women there's a lot of women that don't think that way. if we're not yeah. look if we're not having sex i'm never going to see you with the condoms i'm never going to see your assumption you know what i mean right so unless in, in other words it's not going to get to that point of me even I seeing mean, the condom unless i'm down don't get me wrong i don't think he should not have them i'm just saying that it's uh i could see why he might not you know why why how that thought might cross his mind but i think if you know if he if he's down to have sex, he should have condoms. Basically, mm-hmm. is what I, I believe. So. I have no problem with women so. having their own supply because, mm-hmm. just like he right. said, right. ultimately it's going to be our decision, right? You know what I mean? And it, maybe he wasn't thinking about it before he came over. Maybe he wasn't thinking it was going to happen, and then things happen, and it's like no, because I've I've have guy friends, and they they you know they tell me things, and it's like I really didn't think that it was going to go down mm-hmm. as far as with someone else mm-hmm. or whatever. So maybe he plus, didn't have any plus I until, you know, whatever mm-hmm. shit started happening at yeah. the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus that's like, that's something I don't want in my wallet if it doesn't need to be in there. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like just carrying them around. Okay. So like I would, so I could see like, for example, I could see a scenario where like if he didn't get a chance to go home first and then like, if he's like me, don't like carrying them around in his wallet and he didn't get to go home first and he just went straight to, to, to you or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. or came from they came from his mom's house and then mm-hmm. hooked up with you mm-hmm. and he didn't you know didn't get a chance to stop by the house and y'all still mm-hmm. hadn't done it yet then mm-hmm. like oh well you know okay well not need turn it, it turn it around real so quick when you were dating and you went to a lady's house and she if she pulled out con- if you didn't have yours because of that scenario that you just described and she pulled out one would you judge her no I wouldn't trip did no, that never that. bothered you. Or well, has, that, has that ever happened? That hasn't happened to me that I can recall. I don't. I don't yeah, I hasn't. No, I know guys that would because you know, trip on that as well. Because it was yeah. always my house. <laughs> it was always my house. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so I, I was never at. Rarely was I at somebody's house, especially like the first time. It, it was mm-hmm. usually most of the time I dated, and it was at somebody's house. It was almost always my house. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trip. I'd be happy that that she had it, and I was gonna get some. Ah, shit, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but you wouldn't be thinking later like damn why she have that whole box of condoms she must be a hoe no because like shit it's cheaper by the dozen <laughs> i you're got like, a whole box is. you're like shit, know? she ain't a hoe she's thrifty <laughs> like, shit, she's been on amazon.com what she must find a groupon <laughs> hey groupon has everything groupon has everything it's that's awesome. Shout out to Groupon. She's seriously giving shouts out to Groupon. Yeah, that's seriously. funny. Okay, what's, what's the next okay, the one? next one is frigid waves make fr- oh frigid, frigid wives, wives. Frigid make, waves too. <laughs> make cheating husbands. So the myth of the frigid wife plays off of outdated notions of women who are too uninterested in sex to keep their men satisfied. But instead of lazily blaming infidelity on gender stereotypes, let's encourage a sense of personal responsibility. Besides, men deserve more than to be treated like animals who can't control themselves. Well, at the risk of sounding unpop, no, <laughs> no, seriously though, um, I think although for the most part that that that's false, I think it does bring up 
um, I think it does bring up some issues. Like, kind of like I think we touched on it back during the the whole Excel sheet fiasco type uh, incident. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, I'll just say this: women who get married, and for whatever reason, I don't care what the reason is, if you rarely want to have sex or rarely have sex with your husband, you need to fix that shit. That's 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 all I'm saying. That's not acceptable. Right. It's not. Now he can't demand it. He can't take it. He he can't cheat. That's why you need to fix it. (laughs) I mean, I agree. I think that I think and 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 I do think it is more likely. Um. Now let let me let me break it down. I believe in my. I believe there's basically two type cheaters, maybe three. There's the 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 dog cheater dude that just regardless right that's who he is throwing through that he just can't get enough of the new new Mm -hmm. he always wants some new pussy that's Mm -hmm. that's what he's gonna no matter how he can have beyonce at home right and he's still gonna hit whatever eric benet right yeah that there's that dude Mm -hmm. then there's the dude who is pretty much not going to cheat wouldn't cheat but then like Beyonce's twin <laughs> gets him in a compromising position <laughs> and he succumbs to temptation. So he's there's an opportunistic. That, right. There's that dude. And then there's the other dude who pretty much wouldn't cheat at all except for the fact that he don't get none at home. And then the opportunity may present itself and then he'll he'll fall prey or he may even go out looking for it eventually if you're truly not getting any at home and i don't think this is male female i think it goes both ways if you're truly not getting any at home and you've tried to work out your your sex life your relationship your marriage and it's just not working at that point it's not really cheating it's more like (laughs) no i mean it's more like it's it's more like like the reality (laughs) that your marriage isn't working it's like if you can't find food at home Right. And then you leave home and go somewhere and eat. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, like, there's a purpose of having a honeymoon and consummating a marriage right. through right. sex. Right. Because you're being intimate. It's a bond. It's but a part do, of what I, you're doing. Yeah. And if you're not having yeah. that and you are constantly telling your partner or a wife or husband, mm-hmm. I'm dying. Right. I'm dying. You're I'm not dying. Meeting you're not my saving needs. me. It's all yeah. about survival to me. That's yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. I had a, fr- I had a friend. Um, a guy I knew who went married, mm-hmm. who went into years without. Mm-hmm. I know that people. So, so yeah, and uh, you know what? And I'm there sure. was there was no. I'm not saying there was no problem because obviously there was a problem, mm-hmm. you know. But there was no nothing physically wrong that you know prevented her from from right. from you know having sex with her husband. So so okay so, so this is funny too because actually now that I'm kind of thinking about the scenarios that I know of in which married couples weren't having sex mm-hmm. a lot of times it's the man not wanting to have sex either because the wife gained weight or the partner or whatever or I know a lot of instances of older couples not having sex because the man, especially the days before Viagra, because the man was having prostate problems or whatever, mm-hmm. and he his pride wouldn't let him deal with it. But the women are supposed to just expect it to just suffer in silence. Like women, especially the older generation, it wasn't acceptable for them to go out and get dick on the side, right. even if they're man. Well, I don't think it's acceptable now for anybody still. 
well, I think it's more acceptable than it was then. I think, like we just said, the reality it's is, more if, I think if somebody like you I think said, it's done more. I don't think it's more acceptable well, though, but I think it's well, done more. I think it, I think I think it's always been done. <laughs> But that's I think it, I, yeah, I think it's always been done too. But, um, um, well, I don't think women have always done it. I think women at one point, you know, they. I don't. I think they kind of. I think you know a lot of women, but nowadays, who decided just not to give their husband any, um, just from things that I know and people I've talked to, is because she was getting some from someone else, somewhere else, and she decided that. Um, I'm not going to be doing both of them, and yeah. I like this. Um, um, for whatever reason, she was Plus, cheating, and she's yeah. fucking him, and she's not fucking her husband. But by the time you go out and get outside dick, you probably didn't want to fuck your husband anymore. Like something either emotionally, you guys were alienated from one another, or you're grown apart, or he wasn't. You know, I I don't know. I don't. Or he wasn't meeting your needs in some form or you fashion. You stopped liking him. You still you know? loved him, but you stopped liking him. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Number uh-huh. 11, you have to wax your cooch. Okay. We know this. <laughs> I'm, I personally, I do wax, but mm. I don't feel obligated to do it. And I definitely know that nobody's ever turned any down because of yeah, I don't, my state of grooming. Yeah, no, <laughs> right. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think just, you know, for, for both sexes, just, you Keep know, some reasonable manicuring, right. you know, right, right, right. don't, 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 you know, have no forest down there but some uh, people are uh, into that yeah that's true and if you and your well, significant other is into that but if you're trimmed. but you know all things being equal you know <laughs> right. some decent uh light Not manicuring right. you know because only you can prevent forest fires yeah. <laughs> <That's> stupid <laughs> right you're stupid but again in the context of this article i think the point is to as you are talking to your daughter growing up to make sure that she knows she can do what she wants with her body um, okay, number twelve. You can't have sex on your period. Um, you can, but <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. To me, period sex is not good sex. I didn't enjoy it, so I'm. I, I will wait. It shouldn't say you can't. Just like you know, I, mm-hmm. I think it's a preference. Well, I think some people think that you can't. Right. Think, that's why. Yeah. That's, that's what we're talking about myths. Yeah. Well, yeah. But yes. Yeah. So. Well, we dispelled that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Yeah, but no. I will say, for some people, um, it's good. An orgasm relieves cramps, so that's helpful. Yeah. Sometimes so you have to take time. matters into your own hands. <laughs> <laughs> 13. Sex is supposed to hurt sometimes. Okay. Sex is not supposed to hurt. If you have pain, there's something wrong. Yeah. Either stop doing it, go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to hurt. That's, I mean, if you don't, don't ever feel like you have to accept pain in order to participate in sexual activity. That's not right. Do you? Well, hmm? what kind of pain? Like you're talking about intercourse pain. Pain, period. I mean, what kind of pain would be read? I mean, what kind of pain would you think would be acceptable? I don't think. I mean, there's. I think. Um, pain? Like, I mean, that's not intercourse pain. Like what? Smacking pain. 
Pain. I'm just saying. Those Smack things, it up, flip it, rub it down. Those things, oh, no. <laughs> we're talking about sex. But you're, okay, so okay. That's why I said, are we just talking about intercourse here? Well, I think because some people like those kinds of pain. But that's right. But that's different. That's voluntary. I think when we talk about pain, we're talking about intercourse. Pain. But, no, I think we're talking about anything that's that you don't that's involuntary that you're not choosing to be. Yes, yeah, some people are turned on by certain types of pain. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about. <laughs> that's what I said. You know, and then too, I always thought that you guys felt like some sort of uh, not not pain like you know like like punishment like a spanking or anything kind of pain but some kind of a little pleasure kind of pain or something what do you mean i don't know i just thought that's you guys experienced that when where how like, and what and what down what, there in y'all lady parts in what context yeah and in, in the intercourse, intercourse part? part yeah you know, it's not supposed to be painful. If it, yeah, I think like that I said, the not, whole not size painful. thing. I didn't think like painful, but like I said, I thought there was like a certain amount of little, and not like a constant, but like a twinge here and there. So you that's guys, not pain. Are you talking about pressure? Are you talking about? I don't know. I don't have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think a lot. I think some of that has to do with the size. So I'm gonna have to t- start talking about the size of guys mm-hmm. and. If the bigger he is, and they they may feel like they have to endure that pain because of how big he is, no, right? No, so it, maybe that's where that is. But that's from. why we're trying to dispel this myth. Look, mm-hmm. ladies, if you're lucky enough to be rocking with a dude with a big old piece, <laughs> get you some lube. <laughs> make sure you're excited. Don't try to shove it in and there dry. Not the same size. Every woman is not the same size. You can't. You may not be able to take that nine and a quarter that you want. Or that no, you think you want. I think you, you can if you're sufficiently. Think you want. If you're sufficiently, you know, uh, <laughs> excited and or you have the proper lubrication and or you have the proper positioning because you can't do every position with every guy. Right. You have to find yeah. some. But the point is, what if you're gonna be doing it, you need to make it comfortable. I think that's the point. No, no whatever it is, if it's if it's resulting in pain, stop doing it mm-hmm. and do something else. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. That's I just all. it just sounded a little bit. Like no pain whatsoever at all, because I mean, even the guy can experience a, a, a you Guys know, a little. Pain? We're not no, talking about not, a leg cramp not, not from t- going too hard. No, not typically, but <laughs> wait, wait, on occasion. Check it out, check it out. What kind of pain? There, there can be some on occasion. Well. For guys, like teeth, for example. <laughs> oh, but again, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> We're talking about in right, but what I'm saying is, I mean. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's kind of way you said it. It was like, if you any pain, just like stop. Just everything is wrong. Like something is wrong. Stop what you're doing. There should be absolutely no pain ever. No, the pain like, that you know that does kinda, not feel good. You know what I mean? But it's a difference. But if someone puts their teeth on your penis, wouldn't you stop and say, "Hey, easy on the teeth"? Could no, you? I mean because usually they know, <laughs> and only if they you only if take, it you don't want to get them out of there. Only moves. if it, only if it keeps happening. <laughs> Right. Only if it keeps happening, but like, you know. We're, yeah, we're not talking about occasional or, bump. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. Whatever. All okay. right, move on. It's All probably right. just me. Once you start having sex, you're not allowed to say stop. The reality is you can change your mind at any time during sex, and your partner must respect that. It doesn't matter if blue balls are real or not. Know that your voice <laughs> must be heard. It says. <laughs> I know. I read it. That's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, that's happened to me. Where this would be a reason. Let's not be selfish here. Like you just can't say, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna stop. Well, there is a reason, but it's (laughs) your reason. You don't need. You don't need to have a reason for him. You need or whoever your partner is, he, she, whatever. 
it, if you decide that you don't want to do it for whatever your reason is, then you don't have to do it. Like I'm just saying, it has to, it needs to be a reason. But it is. It's and your reason. They need to have a reason if they say stop. Also, the guy. That's what I'm saying. What do you mean? Like, in other words, people shouldn't stop. just be like just <laughs> being star selfish and just say, man, never mind. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no, I mean you can, that. but you can't. But sometimes I'm not going to force you to keep going. But I'm going to have. I'm going to need an explanation. Yeah, but sometimes the explanation isn't going to be satisfactory. Like, okay, I've hooked up with somebody and thought we were going to have sex, and then he just was so terrible, it just turned me off. See, that's different. That's how yeah, is that, that different? No, no, no. You have that's your reason, right? Because I've had, but I'm not going to tell well. a guy like, oh, I was going to fuck you, but you don't know how to kiss, touch, or lick, so done. I'm done. You know what I mean? Like you're you're terrible in bed. Like you're not going to tell a guy that. You're not because he's going to well. I had to tell somebody. I had to stop somebody, and I think he knew that it, this is not. It's just not working. It's not working, and he knew not, it wasn't working. And I was right. like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to sleep. Right. And I think he knew because he didn't even. Sometimes it's just not work. Yeah, but I mean, well, I guess I don't know. You never had um, a sexual encounter that did, went wrong, went On, to the left, and, and you, you had to stop it. You were like, no, this is not working out. Well. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> what about Mister? You don't like fucking on period. No, a woman never got her period when you guys were having sex or whatever. No, it's not. They already know. They all be like, you know, nope, can't do it because my friend is here. <laughs> Aunt Flo's in town. Like all oh, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Always visiting at the wrong time. <laughs> Your friend, my enemy. <laughs> Hey, we don't like her. Just she's everybody's just, enemy. Right. <laughs> she ain't nobody's friend. If she but, could just um, show her face and say, "You know what? Everything is cool," and roll out. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking about like the first time when you're getting to know somebody, or whatever. A lot of times, it's not. I don't know if it's okay. I'm just gonna put it out there. Like me and my wife, our first time wasn't great, but I mean, it wasn't like horrible, but it was, it was far from great. No, I'm but not. It, I'm not saying that you expect every... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just saying, what, what if she was like, nope, that's it. And then we never would have got together. We never would have got married. I mean, but the next time was great. And, you know, pretty much after that. But you I, guys not, finished, though. Right, exactly. Right, but I'm saying okay, if she so, hadn't finished, okay. then we're you asking, probably never would have went out again. Yeah. <laughs> we're, well, I'm saying, I'm right? asking you, has, have, there's never been a situation where it just didn't feel right and you stopped. That's the question. I mean, obviously, we don't. I don't think no, anyone. No, I, I haven't. No, no, I haven't, okay. no. <laughs> no. There you go. <laughs> okay, number fifteen. Women. <laughs> <laughs> Women don't watch porn. Moving on. Lies. Yeah. But again, the reason why we got that, where we got that, it was in an inference because you guys dog us so much about it. It's like only logical to assume that women do not like it because you guys come down on guys so hard about it. Mm-hmm. And you got we're perverts and this and that and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, okay, well, women obviously don't like it because you guys come down on us so hard about it. Yeah. So. I mean, again, I think some of it is there's a double standard and internalized sexism that women are using. But at the same time, I think it's also how guys use porn and what kind of porn. Like, if you have... You know, if you have, like, the freaking, I don't know. There's certain kinds of porn where I am going to judge you. I'm sorry. If it's gross, <laughs> if it's gross, and if, or if it's, like, you know, 
girls that barely look like they're 18. You know, all that shit. I think that's whack. I mean, whatever. You're entitled to watch it, but I think it's like it's gonna it's gonna make me question. Like, if you're my man, like if I, if I just know you or we're dating, I don't care what you watch. But you know what I mean? Like, if you're my man and I know that you're trying to get off on watching, you know, seventeen year olds, or if you're trying to watch three dicks and an asshole, you know, they have right. some really violent, raunchy ass porn. I don't want my man watching that. I don't want him to get turned on by that. You know, and um, also it's how much you use it. Like, no, you haven't. I've seen that. I believe it. This sounds like you being kind of judgy now. I said I'm going to judge you. (laughs) She has a preference. Everybody has a preference. I'm saying that, yes, porn is one of those things that, you know, it it can go wrong really quickly. It's it's very subjective and it can go to the left real quick. Mm. You know what I mean? So it it is a touchy area, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) I had an ex that now I have no problem with porn. I've been uh, the first time I saw porn was in elementary school, and I've seen it, watching it ever since. But <laughs> me I, too. I, that, so, That's but I had an ex y'all. for some reason. <laughs> Probably. He um, remember Spice Channel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and yeah. it would be on all night. Mm-hmm. Okay. He would come over or whatever, and and I uh, I'll fall asleep and I'll wake up. And he's just like this for hours, though. And it was like I didn't want to like it's nothing. I know mm-hmm. I have no problem with the, but it to me it was like he was obsessed, right? Exactly. And it was like, dude, go to sleep, right? Like, or turn it down, right? It, like you know what I mean? Like right. I don't know. It's, and it's, then he would turn it down, and then I fall asleep and wake back up, and he would still be watching, right? And it's not like. <laughs> I didn't see any enjoyment in the watching. Like you said, I saw obsessiveness in it. Right. So it's like, it made me want to question. I didn't want to question it because I didn't want to be judgmental about it. But it's things like that where you can be like, okay, this is what's going on here. Right. And, um, yeah. So, I, but I don't think that would make, make it seem like that I didn't like porn because if I said something like that. No, no. You know, so there are certain situations where you're going to be like, okay, what's going on? Right. Well, and I will say that my attitude about porn has evolved over the years. Like, I used to be pretty anti-porn, but anyway, that's another story. Well, yeah, that's the the whole woman's movement towards the sex industry or whatever is totally taking a left turn because that's true. That's like I'm still on the like I'm like okay first. All, all the women in the sex industry were being exploited. Now they're all expressing their sexuality. I'm like, what the fuck? When did this happen? No. Like, it seemed like oh, overnight we went from one all the way to the other. And I'm like, right. wait, wait, give my brain a chance to catch, catch up. up. Like, right. w- wait, what? What? They're, yeah. they're not. First, guys were evil and exploiting the, the women right. and, the, and the videos and the, all this and the sex, sex, sex. And now it's like, yay, women are expressing their sexuality and <laughs> they can do whatever they want to do. And you're I'm funny. like, oh, no, you know what? I mean, you're right. There is okay. Let, like, let me what? just say what? there is there there is still that debate within feminism, right? Partially it's generational. Like the older feminists are definitely like more on the anti. One thing is consistent. It's all our fault. That 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 much is consistent. <laughs> but go ahead. No, that's yeah, not true. yeah, that is true. But, but go ahead. Um, anyway, anyway. Yeah. So, but no, I mean, it is like, you know, the the perception of porn and the sex industry has become more nuanced, but for sure there's still a lot of exploitation. I mean, and that's documented, you know, like, um, sexual slavery is one of the biggest like global markets in the world. Okay. Well, well, okay. 
So I don't I don't I don't need obvious examples. I understand. No, but I'm saying a lot of porn. Is. No, but I'm saying a lot of porn is still explo- like a lot of the women who get into porn, not all of them. Some of them are just doing what they want to do to make money, but some of them are either they're exploited, they're getting, you know, there's a lot there is a lot of exploitation still within the porn I, industry. I understand. They're so. like the runaways and that type of thing and yeah. whatever and so. all that, but I don't know. So uh, that one that's uh, what makes porn a a touchy thing, you know. But it's not necessarily just porn it's just like anything in the adult industry or even like like the like the video chicks or whatever mm-hmm. you know they they say that's exploit exploitation which i don't really get you put an ad in the paper these and women make the choice it. to do it right i don't understand mm-hmm. why she's getting paid for uh, you know getting paid fair wages for it how well, is that sometimes they are getting paid fair wages sometimes they're not it's not like they have a union and health benefits <laughs> I think what it is is that <laughs> the way that they're portrayed in the videos are giving them that stigma of being exploited. And it's like, no, you're not being exploited. She's playing a role in the video. And it's making other people look at, like, look at it like she's being exploited. I don't, but I don't see how someone willingly doing something, they're being, no, and they, they yeah, have I options. I agree. You know, we're not talking about like kids in a, in a sweatshop. That's the exploitation for sure. You know right. what I'm saying? That's, we're, we're talking about an adult who answered an ad and made you know that what I'm saying? choice. Right. 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 So it could be, you know, people out there. I'm definitely not a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be like the people out there who there are people out there scouting for things to rally about and to talk about. We're going to pull this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to use this. We're going to make this. Look at her. She's doing this. They're making her do that. And it's like, no, they're not making her do it. She chose to do it. She's getting paid to do it. And if you talk to her right now, she's very proud of what she's doing. You right. know what I mean? So I think that whole thing about the video chicks being exploited is uh, someone else's opinion. I mean, I think we're off on a tangent, but I think... <laughs> Yeah. But I think that I mean I, I think we should come back to this at some point. Like, but I think exploitation isn't that black and white. I mean, I mean sometimes if you feel like that's your only option in front of you, I mean, just because so, no one's literally coercing you, but you feel like that's your only option, that's a form of exploitation too. You're exploiting the desperation of that person. I mean, like I said, I think we're going off on a tangent because this is a bigger issue. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just think it's not that black and white. Okay, moving on. So sexual harassment is normal. We, this is, we talked about this last time. Sexual harassment is not normal, and we should not have to think of this treatment as expected. Sexual violations of any kind are unacceptable, and the dismissive boys will be boys defense is both ridiculous and damaging to all genders. So basically what that's teaching your daughter is to... It's, it's saying you need to teach your daughter that whatever makes her uncomfortable, she has a right to say stop or get away from it or don't do it. Like no matter what he's, like, you know, guys could be making jokes about it or it could be whatever. But you have to teach your daughter to 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 define, you know, what she, and not put up with what she's not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You know, that's super important. Set a standard and speak up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And the last one, everybody's doing it. <laughs> 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 I don't yeah, I don't know what to say about that one. I think that's um I I don't think that's something that we that sounds like that doesn't sound like something we tell girls. It sounds yeah. like something the boy tells the girl or to the, try to get her to give it up. Or her peers, <laughs> yeah. or her friends. Yeah. yeah. Her friends are telling her. Everybody's right. doing it. Yeah. Well yeah. this this article isn't directly 
targeted at parents, but I think it says things we need to stop telling girls. So whoever's saying that to girls, stop it. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, who's saying? <laughs> other little girls, stop saying that to other little girls. There's <laughs> <laughs> probably a girl who's not even doing anything talking about everybody's doing it. Yeah, I never <laughs> felt like that. So. Those are the myths, and we've dispelled them, and now you can go forth in knowledge of truth. <laughs> Justice in the American way. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm surprised we were able to finish. But then again, you were able to stay a little longer than you said you were. Yeah, yeah. So. But I sh- we should be wrapping it up. Okay. So. Let's, let's wrap it up. Um, do, we, do we need to just totally wrap it up, or do we have time to like, kind of ease out of it? Let's do a quickies. Some quickies? Okay. Because, yeah, I kind of like to... um... You've got mail. So, this is... I'm going to address, like, several things during this, this mail. Like, any type of feedback... I already gave uh, props to Lady Rowe and to Tara Lynn from Digging Discography for uh, giving us props. I want to give my sister uh, Lavinia, Queen of Zamunda from uh, <laughs> the Nerdy Black Chicks, her and uh, her cousin Bugetto, Bugetto Rising. I call her uh, Bougie Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's another story, but I'm going to have to tell, her about, uh, tell you about that name, Bugetto. There's a, not, not from her, but from me. But it's just a long story. But anyway, shout out to those guys. Shout out to Latone Hart from the 730 show, my man. Shout out to uh, Rashani from uh, Single Simulcast. Shout out to Mr. Black from 5 Minutes Away Podcast. And all you guys who support us, we appreciate it. And let's see. We have some mail here. Actually, these are some iTunes comments. Charlie Bill, would you read these, please? Because they are Michael Small. Sure. And everybody who have um, written in and given us reviews, we really appreciate it. I'm sorry if I don't uh, address them more timely. I kind of like to wait till a few accumulate rather than just doing them one at a time. So go ahead, Charlie Bell, and and, uh, read those. Okay. So first from Taylor White, I'm all about funny podcasts outside my normal business and travel podcast. Great show. Number two. Thanks, Taylor. From Teddy826. I just listened to Hoopla for the first time, and I'm hooked. The format, flow, and basketball knowledge was perfect. I'm now a fan, and I look forward to check out the other shows as well. Keep up the good work, everybody. Teddy. Big ups. From WWF Champ 4. Love it. The group is so natural together. No forced jokes or interactions. The mood is contagious. I don't know which show they were talking about. I don't get what I said. They've been listening to the Damon? <laughs> <laughs> so, What's the name of that person? Uh, WWF Champ 4. All right, WWF Champ 4. Thank you. Shout out. This JKing717 is giving us the whole network props. If you are not listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, you're missing out. If you're looking for entertaining shows with an outstanding cast, you have to tune in. Don't just take my word for it, though. Press that play button, get in on the groove, and then subscribe. All right, Jay Mayo. Jay Mayo, shout out to him. Uh, I'll be a guest on his show in a, a couple of weeks. And he has a, a great podcast. He has one of those podcasts that are actually a, about something, not like ours, where you just kind of, well, you know, sometimes we 
tackle issues like today in the last episode, but a lot of times we're just talking foolishness. But Jay is about, he's a minister, and he's um, trying to help people with relationships and everything. So definitely check out uh, um, the Right to Real Love podcast when you get a chance. All right. Uh, Bones TB says, do yourself a big favor and subscribe. You won't regret it. The pod. All right, Bones. All right. The Podson says, I really love these guys and the girl, too, even though she goes in a little hard sometimes. (laughs) But but they are all funny and smart. It's like I'm hanging out talking ish with my friends. One. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's that's my job, sir. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. She's doing her job. <laughs> <laughs> Highly addictive. If you are reading this review, just go ahead and click subscribe. The show is hilarious, informative, and entertaining. With every show, you will laugh wildly. In addition to being funny, the cast will give you insight into current events and hot gossip. Their opinions on various topics will regularly leave you with things to ponder. This is a podcast that is great. All right. All right. Um, the, okay. By DT4M. I was a recent guest on their show. Okay, we can stop right there because we read hers before. Okay. Uh, Sorry. All the rest. No, it's okay. So, and I have, let's see, I think I have a couple of new ones on Stitcher. Thank you for the feedback, sir. Sirs and ladies. Okay, I have one from Stretch that says, They are the friends you grew up with. Silly, smart, and laid back. Great topics and tons of laughs. (laughs) Yay. And I think the rest of these we've read on Stitcher. And, um... I guess I will save the uh, I'll save the demos for uh, when when uh, the demographics for next show when uh, Damon's here. Cool. All right. Well, with that, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shiznit. Um, want to give a a big thank you and a round of applause for our special host, Shami, aka. Cherizar. Appreciate you uh, coming here and helping Charlie Bell hold it down. No problem. I liked the uh, I liked it with the uh, two women. It was nice. I liked the, the balance there. And uh, Damon had to take off, so he's already gone. And we will see you guys next time. Holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com. Or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit.